You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode number nine, seven supporting tips on how I came off the contraceptive pill. Well, it's quite a topic. I always find when it comes to the pill, I get asked on a weekly, it's getting close to a daily basis about how can I stop taking the pill? Like what is it that I can do to come off the pill? I have wanted to stop taking it, but I'm not sure why or what I should do or how I should go about it. It's one of the most common questions I'm asked at the moment. And I thought, well, this needs to be covered. So here we are delivering this in a podcast episode for you all. So if you have any questions about it, please ask. But this is going to be me sharing a little bit more about my story and how I came off the contraceptive pill because everyone's story and journey is uniquely different. So there's no wrong or right ways to go about it. It's just what works best for you and is aligned for you. Now, when it comes to coming off the pill, If you are asking a similar question for yourself and you are going, oh, I want to come off or I'm not sure what's the purpose, what's the benefit of doing either either, I hope that this is going to help benefit you because almost four years ago now, I actually came off the pill and I was like, oh, I should stop taking the pill. I'd been on it for 12 years straight. I'd never not had a break in taking the pill. And on top of that, I actually never missed my period. I probably missed it out of the whole 12 years, maybe like three times, when which was the bleeding time. Now, I didn't like missing it because it just felt unnatural for me. It always felt unnatural. I didn't know why I felt that way about it, but it just didn't feel normal to just not bleed when your body's supposed to bleed. Mind you, I never really thought about the impact of the pill at the time. But that was a question that was constantly racing in my mind. Like, should I stop taking the pill? You know, it was going around for a few years and then all of a sudden I ended up going to a health conference in America and I was really frustrated about it at the time and I had at that conference I'd learned about the amount of chemicals and toxins that were found in a newly conceived, like newly born babies and a lot of that could have come from imbalances in the mother's body and I had just already finished healing leaky gut And I was really determined at cleaning up my body because I wanted to have the best chances of conception as well as having healthy kids in the future when that happens for me. So I really had my mind and my eyes kind of blew wide open when I found about the amount of chemicals and toxins that newborn babies are born with um, being tested from their umbilical cord that I was like, okay, that was the message that I needed that I needed to look at stop coming, you know, look at stop taking the pill and coming off the contraceptive. So I arrived back in Australia after being in America. And that very first morning, um, I just stopped taking the pill. I used to take it every morning at 7am, literally religiously. I had an alarm on in my phone. I never even had to use the alarm. It would go off, but literally a couple of minutes before my alarm went off every morning, I would have already taken the pill. So I had a, a very good regime with it and I was very strict on doing that. But I um, I just basically threw all of the remaining pill tablets in the bin and I just went completely cold turkey. I was like mid-cycle um, and I didn't really know what I was doing, to be honest, but I was like, look, I'm just going to stop taking it 
And I was like, I'm really, really healthy. And I I felt really, really balanced at the time. Um, It was probably like the healthiest I'd been ever in my life at that stage. And I was like, good, my body's ready for this. And then what happened? Bum, 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 bum. (laughs) My hormones went everywhere. Literally, they were like a roller coaster. My skin did as well. So did my energy, my moods and my emotions. You know, it was like talk about a total freaking tidal wave. It just all rolled and it continually was up and down, up and down. I I felt like I had an alien in my body that was taking over and I was just going along for the ride. And I felt so sorry um, for my partner at the time, but he'll agree that I was freaking like an alien. (laughs) Everything was going on and I didn't know what was happening. And I was really, really happy one day and then I was super emotional the next day. And these just weren't balance changes in emotions. They were extreme changes in the emotions. Now, the worst part of all of this was that I actually didn't um, get a period for around six months. It it took a long time for me to actually reclaim getting a healthy menstrual cycle bleeding back, a menstruation back, I should say. And I just began to not feel like a woman. I became more and more extremely frustrated with the process and it made me more and more stressed. I was very, very uncomfortable and I wanted to know what was going on in my body. So I naturally went back to the doctors and you know, found out my blood range, where my hormones were at. And I'd said, look, I stopped taking the pill. Now she was very supportive. Um, I have a beautiful doctor. She's an Indian lady, but teaches and practices in Western medicine. And she was extremely supportive. So I was very fortunate to have her support. And that's when I actually got the bad news um, or good news. I actually think it was good news for me at the time that I found out that I had uh, PCOS. Now through a lot of different what would I call it? Um, processes of examination. <laughs> um, I came I came across that, but I'm really proud of my body for giving me the signs that I needed, and I trusted myself enough to just follow the process, and I came out super clean on the other side. So I'm very very happy. Now, a little message of support. I need to drop this in here. Is that I'm a coach. I'm not a doctor, so I could never tell you what to do, nor um, what you should be doing. So all I'm going to do is simply share what I did and how it worked for me. And maybe some of that could apply for you or it might not. But please note that all of our beautiful bodies, our environments, our lifestyles where we live, everything is so dramatic, Um, so dramatically different, not dramatic, dramatically different. And therefore, there is no one way to do anything when it comes to our wellness and our health. I share this story with you um, and the points that I'm about to take you through as an open book to show you that it is possible to come off the pill. It's all about living and staying in tune. All right, so here it is, the seven supporting tips to how I came off the contraceptive pill. The first thing above all else is preparation. I really believe preparation is key when you are coming off the pill. So number one is track your cycle. Begin with tracking your cycle two to three cycles before you actually come off the pill. I work with clients in supporting them through this process now, and I love doing so. Every woman has a different experience in the results. However, um, tracking your cycle two to three cycles before you stop taking the pill is really important. The reason why I, um, I do this now, I didn't actually do this at the time because I didn't know anything about tracking your cycle, but doing it before you come off the contraceptive pill is something that I would do. Um, Because it highlights when you track your cycle, how you feel in different times of your cycle, different phases, what's coming up for you, as well as your cycle signs. So tracking your cycle is for every woman, whether you're bleeding or not bleeding. So even if you've been through menstruation and you're like, oh, this doesn't apply to me, um, 
really, you need to get the Love Your Cycle free tracker that I have um, available with the guides and the videos because the cycle tracking is for every woman, regardless of whether you bleed or you don't bleed. All right, number two is get your bloods checked. Something I do religiously today and have done for many years now is I go and get my bloods tested every six months. I cover the bare minimums of like hormones, sex hormones, liver, thyroid, regular nutrients, things like magnesium, vitamin Bs, iron, ferritin, all of those. But getting your blood tested is a really important thing to do to know what your body's saying about your health. Um, it's one of the biggest reasons why I go every six months is my blood can sometimes tell me things about my health that I might not notice. So I like to go and just have a check-in with my blood to find, and it reminds me actually, I need to go get that done again. It's been seven months since I last went. So I need to go and do that. So yeah, go and get your bloods tested and see what your body's telling you. And then if you want, you can always discuss the contraceptive pill with your doctor if you choose to. Um, but yeah, always get your bloods tested. So preparing is really important. Now, you can also prepare your body nutritionally to su for support when you are planning on changing your contraception or any changes in your health for that matter. What I did is I took the best quality multivitamin and fish oil, a mercury-free one that I could find. Hands down, I was doing this for a year and a half before I actually came off the contraceptive pill. But this is something that took me a few years to find. It was a really good quality product. I now use an international product. Um, I talk about it on my website. So there's also a link in my Instagram pro profile where you can go and find out the products that I use and why I use them. Um, so if you want to go and do that, there you can. Um, but all in all, look for the best quality products. Ensure they're pharmaceutically graded. And that just means they come to the highest quality um, in manufacturing standards. Everything that's in the bottle is on the label and really important. Now, the pill, it can zap our body of nutrients depending on your own nutrient balance. So ensuring that you have the right support, and I call it like the top-up nutrients, from your food as well as nutritional products can be really beneficial in ensuring that your body is getting the best baseline that it needs to support you in rebalancing. So choosing a multivitamin with zinc is also really important because that supports your skin health along with a lot of other natural body processes too. So the second thing I mentioned was about a mercury-free fish oil. Now fish oils, when they are mercury-free, because obviously you don't want any toxins in the fish oil, <laughs> um, are really good at assisting with skin health, inflammation, aiding in digestion, and a great additional support for your entire endocrine system from the glands in your brain to your thyroid to your adrenals, everything. So I always recommend a multivitamin and a fish oil at base. You can sometimes, if you choose to get a multivitamin with iron, I believe that it comes with or without iron, it should be the same price. <laughs> um, and the one that I use does do that. All um, the links for the products will be in the show notes as well. If you'd like to just be inquisitive and learn more about what it is that I use, go Google yourself crazy. In the show notes, don't go and actually use Google because um, you won't find what I use there. Okay, now the third thing that can be very beneficial for you, it's technically not a vitamin, but is a probiotic. Now, this was something that I used religiously. Um, I still use religiously because it's an amazing supporter for detoxification and the digestion process. Now, it took me a long time to find a good quality probiotic that worked for me when I had leaky gut. Plus, I used to work in manufacturing with probiotics and I never really found anything that really supported me. So this was like the only product that I used that I absolutely loved. Um, so I do still recommend using a probiotic daily 
And doing so can actually support the detoxification of getting out whatever's in your body that you don't want in there. All right, now let's talk about number four, clean up your diet. So this is something that I really focused on before I came off the pill. I've been doing it for a little while, especially having leaky gut, but you guys could do this too. Every woman can do this, is eating fresh. Clean is the way to go. It's always much more simplistic to just focus on eating clean. And that means like food that comes naturally from the earth. You know, you can be insured if you eat a balanced diet, if you are eating food that comes from nature, you know, food that's loaded in color, it's got lots of natural nutrients in it. It comes from the farmer's market, preferably, and food that can be picked and literally eaten, not something that comes in a package. If you do purchase things in packages, please read the ingredient list, but cleaning up your diet, I like to keep it super simple. Go and eat as close to nature as possible. If it comes from nature in its whole form, amazing. Change the flavor of it and how it appears when you cook it. All right, now let's look at number five is get good sleep. Sleep is so important for your entire endocrine system. Supporting yourself by going to bed early with enough time for a solid and content amount of sleep. And also make sure you know how much sleep is important for you and your body. Because does that mean that you need to go to bed a little bit earlier or you need to get up a little bit later? Make adjustments and make sure that you're actually sleeping. Rest up. Having good quality sleep and a good deep sleep is a great sign of a healthy endocrine system. Okay, number six, remove additional stress. Coming off the pill means that my body was detoxing and rebalancing. So it was really important that I wanted to reduce outside stresses. So that's work stress, relationship stress, anything that triggers your adrenal system, financial stress. This, you know, stress today is in like so many forms. (laughs) It's not just, oh, my body's just a little bit stressed by this one thought. No, today in this modern world, we have a lot of great things that benefit our lifestyles like devices and technology, but there's also a lot that can stress us. So reduce and remove any additional stresses that you don't need in your life. Make a list of all the things that might stress you out at the moment and see what you could minimize, what you could reduce and what you could actually replace in one of those stresses. Now, lucky last, number seven, this is something that I did um, and it's really important. Actually, I've kind of said all of these are important, but they are all important, but this is also very important, is ask for support. Something um, that I encourage everyone to do is that if you're confused or you're not sure about the process, ask for support. You wouldn't go and just build a house on your own if you don't know how to build a house. You would ask for help. You would reach out to a planner. Um, an architect, a builder, and get advice and guidance. Looking after your body is the same. Your body is your house, period. It's your house. So you want to make sure that if you are unsure about something and you're confused or frustrated is reach out and ask for support. I love when people, um, particularly women, message me and ask, hey, this is happening. I'm not really sure what it means. How would you benefit this, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why I have a free Facebook community support group for that exact reason. When women can ask me questions and I'm happy to give them advice and guidance and support if I, you know, am able to. But your support could be from a partner. It could be from a family member. It could be from a friend. It could be a coach, someone like myself, who's an educator and a supporter who guides you through the system or, or the process, I should say, or it could be a doctor. 
Asking for support doesn't isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength that you're willing to grow and evolve and transform. And having support can really benefit you with that. It's it's kind of interesting. A lot of my clients, actually all of my clients would say that having a coach can be so beneficial because it pulls you personally out of your situation. So as me working as a coach with a woman, I'm the outside factor. I get to see things that are happening inside them that they yet can't see for themselves because they're in the thick of it. They can't see that, that that's happening and maybe that's not their expertise either. So having someone who's on the outside to be able to support you is fantastic. And guess what? It doesn't mean you need to have to spend lots of money either. Support can be free. That's why I offer a lot of free resources on my website. And asking a friend or a partner for support is also free too. But just ask. You never know what it could mean or lead to. All right. Now let's finish on the famous last question. So when's the best time to come off the pill? Well, there is no straight answer to this. It's really individual as there's many, many, many lifestyle factors. You know, fertility, your environment, your support systems, your body support systems, as well as the external support systems like family and friends. Um, But also why you started on the pill in the first place. Every woman starts on the pill for a different reason. And while a lot of them could be similar reasons, they're all different and lifestyle factors and the foods that you eat, all of that contributes. So there is no perfect time. It's just when you really feel connected to. So for me, I always say that if it feels really expansive, go for it. If it feels really contractive, like it's a uh, no, not right now, then hold back. For me, I was so expansive when I was in America. I was like, yes, it was like all the light bulbs went off. Everything was aligning. And I was like, yeah, this is the time for me. I'm ready. I use my intuition to guide and support me. So for you, listen to your body. It will tell you when the time is right. Now, of course, if you are craving some personalized guidance and want some extra support in restoring and reclaiming your own healthy flow through your cycle, I would love to work with you. Reach out and ask for help, but make sure you comment on any any questions in the comments underneath this post. A lot of notes will be in the show notes. You can find that over on the website too, but couple of little closing comments and notes for you. Remember to breathe. Always breathe. Wherever you are right now, let's take a nice long deep breath in together. And a nice long exhale. (sighs) Okay. Breathing is super important. It communicates safety to your body. So when it comes to supporting you and your process of coming off the pill, these are the things that help me. I can't say they're going to do the same for you, but they largely supported me. And They can also be very supportive in not coming off the pill either. So I still do all of these same steps, even though I'm not on the pill and haven't been for a fair few years now. So which step stood out the most for you? Which of the seven could you implement today? Don't do them all at once. Just do one and then maybe do another. Maybe implement and introduce a new one every single week. I've kept it super simple for you. There's lots you can do to look after your health. But when you make it complicated, you're bound to feel overwhelmed and stressed. So keep it simple, stupid. (sighs) I'm not saying you're stupid, but I just love saying that. Keep it simple, stupid. All right, that's it for me today. I hope you have an amazing day for yourself. Remember to breathe, stay connected, and I'll be chatting with you next time in our next episode here on the Well Women Podcast. All right, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women Podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, 
please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle. Bye.